Welcome to Safe Space, the podcast where three friends come together to create a safe space for open and honest conversations. I'm Lynn. Hi, I'm Munira. We believe that everyone deserves a place where they can express themselves freely without fear of judgment and discrimination. I'm Saumu, and on this podcast, we delve into a wide range of topics from mental health issues to personal growth, aiming to provide insights and perspectives that promote awareness of mental health and wellness. Each episode will explore different aspects of creating and maintaining safe spaces, both in our own lives and in the world around us. We'll be sharing personal stories, interviewing experts, and engaging in thought-provoking discussions. We hope to encourage our listeners to embrace diversity, challenge societal norms, and foster inclusivity in their communities. It's about building bridges, breaking down barriers, and supporting one another. Our goal is to inspire change, empower individuals, and create a ripple effect of compassion and acceptance. We want to create a world where everyone feels seen, heard, and valued. So whether you're joining us for self-reflection, education, or simply to feel a sense of belonging, Safe Space is here to remind you that you're not alone. Together, we can make a difference. Tune in to Safe Space as we embark on this journey of discovery growth, and unity. We invite you to share your stories, engage in meaningful conversation, and join us in cultivating safe spaces both on and off the podcast. Remember, your voice matters and your experiences are valid. Welcome to Safe Space. That is Safe Space Podcast. Alrighty. Welcome back to another episode of Safe Space. I am Lynn. Hi, I'm Munira. Kaributena. Hi, I'm Samu. Welcome back. How have how has everyone been? Alhamdulillah. Personally, I'm fine. I'm doing well. How about you guys? Alhamdulillah. Yeah, I'm good. Can't complain. Yeah. Has your week been work, school? Oh, it's been it's been crazy. Seven to seven is not easy. I've been going seven to work. Seven to seven is long. Seven yeah, to seven, bro. At seven, yeah, seven and living at seven. Past seven. No, but I'm three percent your mortgage. Love Shara, your baby. Magic. It's crazy. I was, I was, I was reading Ivy's page. I said everything in the government is so messed up, Yani. Yeah. Julisa, where are we heading? Where are we heading as a nation? The best thing is an argument that we're not giving Ruto time. Like he inherited um a broken that yeah, and it's it's not even been a year. So we're not giving him time. We don't want him to borrow, but we don't want him to increase tax. So how do you expect him to make money for the country? I'm taking debt. Napia I'm taking tax. So person at Okabi. Something has to be done. Yes, that's Who's Bijana? Here are you. Bijana is a common language, like saying me, man. No, it, no, Bijana means youth. 
Oh yes, that's what I meant. Vijana huku nje tunaumia. Wewe ni mzee. Oh my god. <laughs> Let me read for you that tweet. It says <laughs> If President William Ruto decides not to borrow but expands the tax base, he'll still complain. If Ruto fails to deliver on his manifesto due to lack of funds, he'll still complain. But then you can't please everyone. The government has taken a bold step. And as the president says, we can't keep on burying our heads in the sand. The government must work hard to deliver for the majority of people who believe in the plan. As for the opposers, they'll always be there. <laughs> Take it or leave it. That's who a said that? It's a Twitter. So. Wow, that's personal, by the way. But it makes sense. He's, he'll do no good. If he goes to borrow, we're still yeah. going to complain that he's... Why are we borrowing? And as a country, where do we make our money from? Is it from the tax? Yeah. So, <laughs> so what solutions are people offering? Now, people are complaining, but what do you want him to do? How did Uhuru manage? <laughs> Uhuru inherited a good economy. What about what fuel? Fuel was, fuel was fuel. 150. No, you, guys, you guys need to be um a bit like because you can't compare the economy time yakibaki and now so much has happened you can't expect it to be the same you can't say time yakibaki fuel was 80 bob now it's 170 the whole world is going through a recession and an economic crisis it's not just kenya so uliza what were us how much they're paying for fuel, you'd be shocked. So everybody's happy. We're just feeling it more because we're a developing country and uh, we love to complain also as Kenyans. <laughs> <laughs> like online, Twitter people will complain. Boniface Wangi tells us, let's go and demonstrate. Where? People are quiet. They'll be on their phones instead. Anyway, in life, what to do? We have to deal with it. There's no winning for now. Anyway, we are suffering. Yes, suffering, we're suffering. And we will keep suffering for some time. It will get bad before it gets better. Okay. Right. We're back at that. <laughs> if you can't stay here, just find a visa to go wherever the Whichever country will take you with your Kenyan passport that has no <laughs> clouds. <laughs> oh, <You made> it. <laughs> today, today you're speaking head, bro. <laughs> it's personal. It's getting personal. You know what? Of course, Nasafa, but what I'm I'm just trying to bring a different perspective. But Bea, Yaskaria for 20, took it. Two kilos of sugar is 420. Yesterday, the day before yesterday, I went to the supermarket and I couldn't believe it. Two kilos used to be 200 bob. Yeah. Now you know Bea, kilo moja. Actually, in this economy, why do you have sugar in your tea? Ah. Uh, it's not, first of all, it's not healthy. Secondly, it's expensive. That's a luxury most people can't afford. 
Mommy, the sugar thing hasn't affected me because I can stay with like one kg even for six months. So, serious? Because in the morning, in the morning, I just take my oats porridge. When um, we don't have a very good relationship. You and sugar? Yeah, I love sugar. I don't like sugary drinks, but I know the impact it has on my weight and. My health, so I try as much as possible to avoid it. Okay, me, I don't take sugar in my drinks, so a tea, coffee, but I'll, I'll make pancakes, I'll make kremati, I, I can make a cake, I can make mahamri, sugar things I will consume, but not in what I drink. Not in liquid form? No, because these days I don't even take soda as much. Wow. Yeah, so I I don't consume sugar that often. And the economy doesn't allow us to be making all these deep fried foods. <laughs> yeah, we all need air fryers. All of us mm-hmm. need air fryers. And I to check her. That's how lucky it is. Yeah, I was asking you. You're boiling. Why are you boiling? You're boiling. Now, gas. And I was like, hey, okay, sister. Okay, back to the topic, guys. Let's, let's you, lose control. <laughs> no, but we have to... We said this is a safe space to express ourselves. And every week, the economy is showing us dust. <laughs> so where else are we supposed to go and express <laughs> ourselves? Adina, every time I, I listen to the, pod, the episode you said, I was like... Yeah, you people can you can even sense it from our sincere tiredness of the economy. It's like hey, everybody's just tired. We're speaking for fifty million Kenyans. Can you imagine? And we're just touching. We're just touching the. We are not. Did you hear what's the name? Denis Ombachi or who was it? Oh, the trend. The video that was trending on Instagram, where he was talking to the people for Kenya Kwanzaa. No, oh, who was it? No, no, sorry. Sorry, it wasn't Dennis Mbachi. Oh, it's just because I saw it on CNN. Sorry. What's the name of this guy? I can't remember his name, but he's a presenter. And they were talking with... um. I can't remember. I don't know. I've forgotten. But they were just touching about the issue of the economy and how bad people are. Like, the government isn't listening to anyone. You see, that's yeah. that's the problem I'm having, by the way. As in, yes, we give the government some time to work their stuff out, but still, they are not giving us, you know, Ilea Kuskiza, what is like, okay, let's Do go you to mean the Sifuna? Uh, I think Sifuna. Was it Sifuna? Yeah, yeah Sifuna was being interviewed on Citizen. Yes, that was it. Yeah, no, it was Boni, Boni Halwale. Yeah. All you do is you go and senior, I don't know what, in State House. Yeah. That was hilarious. But anyway, what he talked. Hostana. <laughs> yeah, Hostana and State House. <laughs> <laughs> I need to listen to it. <laughs> it was five minutes long, and I feel like Sifuna is very intelligent because what he said made sense. Yeah. Did. Yeah, because the government is not listening to the hustlers that it's representing. Uh, or maybe they're telling us to pray about it. 
anyway let's get back to podcasting so today since we ran out of topics imagine we're running out of topics two, two episodes into season two Imagine. No, we're not running out of topics. What happened is, you guys said we were too serious in the last two episodes, so we should try and bring some chilled out topics. So, but this morning, mm-hmm. I tried to yeah. look for topics, but every topic I was getting wasn't feeling it. It wasn't giving me the vibes I wanted to, well, I wanted it to give. No, so, like, it was not giving Let's just um uh, answer questions. So I came across this app called Cardex on Instagram. Some girl had shared, and uh, the questions are really interesting. It's more for couples. So uh, Munira, maybe try it with your husband and let us know how it goes. But there's a place with open-ended <laughs> questions. <laughs> Noted. Yeah, and not a, you not the part where you let us know how it went. Noted, Lim. Emphasis. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's this open-ended questions, and we thought, let's get to know each other a bit better because we're in some relationship. This relationship is very intimate. <laughs> let's get to know each other better. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So let's go. Question number one. What things are missing in your life? Oh, wow. What Materialistic stuff or what? Whatever. The, Whatever comes in your mind. It wasn't specific. What, right now, what things, other than your hair, what is missing? <laughs> <laughs> the shade. Yeah, guys, 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 calm down. I've cut my hair. That's why you're you're hearing this shade from Lynn. I don't have hair at the moment as we speak. My hair is down down. Do you know that stage where you reach is like no, I need a I need a change. And I decided to chop my hair. So Lynn, go on with it. <laughs> okay, now that we've gotten that out of the way. So what things are missing in your life? <laughs> Um, let's start with Saumu. Um, may know what's missing in mine. Go, go okay, first. tell us. Start. Money. An abundance of money. Oh. <laughs> we all. That's the first thing that came into your mind. Guys, we're all missing money in our lives. That's evident. With this economy, <clears throat> yeah. all of us. Moving fast. Okay, money. but okay, but being um serious, a bit serious. Yeah. I feel like um happiness. You know, just that pure happiness. Yeah. If that mm. I feel like that is missing. Um, mm. for me, for me, I would say peace. Mm. 
in a sense that if I may explain, I have this in my life, some part of it. If I explain, like, I feel like in Nairobi, we are always living in survival mode. I'm craving that, you know, Shag's life. You don't have to worry. You're not chasing. You know, in Nairobi, it's like you're going in circle. There is no rest. You're here. By the time you're done here, you're, you're running after this. You're running after this. Yani, I just want that rest from everything, Yani. From the rat race. Yeah, it's a rat race. You, by the time you're breathing in and out, you're 50 years. Now, what is that? I'm struggling. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, what is it that is missing in my life right now? <laughs> Why am I struggling? The ability to tell people no. Oh. And that's, that is what is missing in my life. Ah, no, I don't want that. Yes, assertiveness. That is the word. That's but amazing. how about you start small? Yeah, I've tried. Just, I don't know how small, small can be. I've Maybe tried. by not picking up a phone call if you don't want to talk to that person. I keep relapsing. I don't know. I don't know. But we said it's okay to relapse in our last episode. So you try yeah, that's, another day. That's what is missing. Okay. Next question. Um, I'm going to go ahead and ask the next question. And my card is saying, wait a minute. What are your life dreams, goals, and aspirations? Wow, that's deep. It yeah. is. My first question. <laughs> it can be the same thing, right? Yeah. Dream, goal, aspiration. My, mine would be hmm. to make impact to make change in women's lives specifically yeah. to empower them to guide them to give them a voice that yeah. is my dream and goal and aspiration okay so um mine also would be similar to what lynn is saying but mine wouldn't just be to women but just to make an impact in my community to live a purposeful life whereby I've made changes in people's lives. Like I've made a positive impact in a community, in someone. Where if they're asked, oh, do you know so-and-so? They're like, yeah, so-and-so changed my life from this point to this point. She empowered me in this way. She brought change in our town in this way. That's it. Wow. That's deep, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what about you? Um, dream, goal, aspirations. I think all. I think we both we both share the same thing. But um, my goal, to be specific, is to have um a non organization NGO. Uh, where it deals with um. <clears throat> A charity just dealing with the kids and orphans and stuff like that. But I think that's that's a goal. And aspiration is to change people's lives, but behind scenes, like I don't want to be known. I don't know how if that's possible. You're changing and you're making these things, but you're under uko behind uko chini to chiniamaji. It's possible. No, it um, is. This week, 
mm-hmm. or with a life coach, the session I had, I was telling her now this. Yeah. She asked me what my dream, my goal and aspiration is. And I was telling her I want to start an NGO yeah. to help women. And she asked me, what do you need to start the NGO? So I went through the list and it was madness. And she was like, why do you need an NGO? Why do you feel like you need an NGO? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, don't mm-hmm. you think you can just start small? And then, you know, she just made it look like it's so doable. And she uh, yeah. now, now we're breaking it down. So if you start small, how do you go about it? And I was yeah. explaining to her. She's like, yeah, an NGO, that's a goal you'll get to one day. But for now, you already mm-hmm. know with, with whatever resources you have now, you already can start even tomorrow. I'm like, wow, that makes sense. Because, now, because we dream so big. We want to start so big. Okay, it's okay to dream big, but we want to start so big. Mm-hmm. And then we get discouraged because maybe you need funding. You need to come up with, I don't know how many proposals. You need how many business partners. You, it looks so big that it's discouraging. Whereas you can start making change step by step. Like she was asking me to change lives. What are you doing about it? I said, we already have a podcast. Like you see, that's a step in the right direction. So what's next after that? And what's next after that? So it it just um, seemed so doable. And then I was like, truly life coaches really bring these things into perspective. So imagine yeah, if you had a therapist and yeah. a life coach, how wow. your life would be so different. Someone wow. is helping you mentally and the other is helping you in your life. Achieving your dreams and your goals. Yes. I feel like it's so beautiful. It is. Wow. It is. Wow. But it's funny that both the three of us have the same goal. We didn't even discuss this. It's just Imagine. that we have the same goals. It's it's so interesting because when you mentioned you want to have an NGO, there's one time we were discussing with Munira also. We would love to have an NGO of our own. Yeah. yeah. It's but crazy. you know, an NGO is such a big reach yeah. to the point that you're actually getting funding. But what can you do now with the resources you have? If you start thinking like that, yeah. like so you want to change, how do you think you can change somebody's life or your community's life by doing what? But you know, the funny is thing it? is when I was doing the feeding program by myself, Mm. I had donors coming my way. Like, I don't know. It's it's not that hard. But the, the only criteria that I had to, like, live up to was I had to register the NGO, the foundation. It was a foundation. I had to register the foundation because no one is going to donate anything to you if you're not registered. Yeah, I was seeing the registration process. It's, there's There's a lot of requirements. I was saying, like, for an NGO, a non-governmental organization, the mm-hmm. requirements were quite a number. And then it goes to the mm-hmm. fund where, where, where you need to submit a budget, so a, a, a year's budget. Yeah. And then she's like, do you have the money? I'm like, no, I don't have yeah, the you money. you have, like, 200,000 minimum. Yeah. So she's like, but what with whatever you want to do right now, I don't think you need to be you need to have registered that NGO to start. You start and then the NGO will get you along the way. 
you get. Just start putting yourself out there. Yeah, that's true. Okay. We need to do a lot of research on that, by the way. Yeah. Next is who, me? Yeah. Yes. How do you think we could have more fun in our life? <laughs> That's simple. That is so simple. Money. How? Money. <laughs> Having more money. Like imagine if we had more money, we'd travel. Come on. We'd... The, the list is endless. Oh my God. Uh, myself? <laughs> If if I if I left Nairobi, I am so sure I'd be very happy. The question is, we oh you are oh, collective. We yeah, that's why I'm saying oh. money. We interesting. That's why you're saying we need money to travel. We need money to do fun stuff. Yeah, to go I, to I, nice places. Imagine. Okay, I can't think. I can't think beyond money then. Because that's what, money. what we all need. It's money. Yeah, I think that was just very simple. It was it's just money. Because everything you want you want to do mm-hmm. requires the money. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next. How have you changed in the last year? Oh okay. That's a good one. The how explaining the how would be difficult. Mine would be well mine would be so easy. Yeah, I think Explain. it's pretty simple. How wow. have you changed? For example, wow. I feel the growth. I feel like I don't care what <laughs> anyone thinks. I feel like I'm doing what I want to do when I want to do, whether you like it or not. You know, mm-hmm. it, and that's still boiling down to not caring. Yeah. Uh, I feel more confident. So, so you're getting the drift of the house. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You know, um, when you don't, when you don't care about what people are thinking, I, it's really freeing because I remember reading something and think that when we are young we care so much about what people are thinking and not knowing that actually nobody cares and then when we reach the old age that's when it hits us all our lives nobody really cared what you were doing yeah. now imagine realizing this when you're very old you'll have sort of wasted your life trying to yeah. To live up to somebody's expectation and this person doesn't even care. These people don't even care. But so we do it day, yeah, I, I don't care what you think because that's a you problem, not a me problem. That's that's so freeing. It is. Because you won't do anything to seek validation. You just be doing things because you want to do them. Exactly. That's deep. That's deep, guys. Um, personally, how have I changed in the last one year? I have changed uh, in a way that I am more outspoken. I speak up my mind when I need to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hadn't realized, by the way, I've changed until it made the people in my environment uncomfortable. Is when I was like, I took a step back. I was like, okay, obviously, whatever you're going through, people are experiencing this. People are seeing this change. Because when you, when you, a change is happening in your within you and it goes on for quite some time you don't notice it you you take it as it's the norm as in yeah i'm like this because you keep forgetting that you try may transit and the people around you make it as in it's uncomfortable for them so yeah one is more outspoken i speak up my mind when i need to um what else i've changed in how i perceive things i no longer 
uh, I was, you see how trauma wires ourselves, uh, wires us. I was, trauma made me believe that all my thoughts were negative. Like if, any interaction, I would think in a negative way. So yeah, I think it, I've changed in a, in a way that I see everything positively, even if it's negative, but there's a way you train your mind to see it as, as positively. But yeah, I think the changes think are that's so unique. profound. Like yeah. that part of changing how you think, that's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, um I've changed I've changed the way I think, think also, because the first thing I noticed is right now I'm at peace, I'm at, I'm at ease. I have more supra. I have more patience with people. I have more patience with my dog. I have more patience with um, my family and everyone around me. So I've seen this patience grow. The other thing I've seen that has changed in me, I can't tolerate negativity. If I just sense some negativity, I just slide off. I don't know. It just happens naturally. Another thing I've seen that has changed in me is... um. I paused my life. I was in a, I was in a, I was in a rat race. <laughs> Let me just call it that. But I, I took a pause. I took a pause from mostly education. And I decided to like take a breather and just, and just look around and see what else. Like, okay, I'm here. What else? Let's just pause and be present at the moment. The other thing that is beautiful. Another thing that has changed is my dress code. Yeah, I guess my dress code, mostly maybe that's because of the friends I'm, I'm surrounding myself with, like Munira and such. Like right now, I'm so obsessed with um, the baggy baggy abayas, the, the clothes that are not that revealing. And I feel very comfortable in them. I don't know why, but I'm like, I feel very comfortable and I feel very pretty in them and I'm enjoying it. And very confident. I feel like when you dress modestly, yeah. you just feel very confident because yeah. no one can shame you or anything. You know you're dressed modestly. You're not showing any skin. Yeah. You even feel, you just feel good. Yeah. And then there's this don't know but you're like Allah is even happy with me with this stride that I've taken yeah it's, it's a beautiful feeling there's this thing that I read somewhere it was saying that um, you should dress in a way that if you're told let's pray right now you're not going to change anything yes wow in whatever you're in without adjusting anything and I was yeah. like, I'll take that as a challenge every day when I'm dressing up. I'm like, okay, can I pray in this? Can oh. I pray in this? I had to even like do a purge of my clothes. I had to declutter. I was like separating myself. I'm like, I have to keep this out. I have to keep this out. I have to keep this out. <laughs> mashallah, mashallah. That's good. Mashallah, that's beautiful. Nice. Another thing I realized that has changed in me is um, I'm really seeking. Uh, I'm looking for ways to get close to my God. It's not easy, but I'm trying my best. I'm like, I'm really trying to to reach out to anything that I can hold on as I climb that ladder. 
and wow. it's not easy. Let me tell you what I discovered yesterday mm-hmm. as I was praying Maghrib. Something in me just told me, why don't you just recite it, not out loud, but not mm-hmm. in your heart. And I realized I spent mm-hmm. more time praying. I didn't rush through it because I was almost reading it out loud. It, like It's a mm-hmm. whisper. It's like a whisper. Like yeah. the people around me can't hear, but I'm also not reading it silently. And I realized I'm spending more time praying as opposed to rushing through prayer. You know? oh. I even timed myself. Like I think I took almost 10 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I've been rushing through prayer this whole time because when you're reading silently, mm-hmm. you're, you're reading it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But when you start reciting it, mm-hmm. Like we serve to if somebody's close to you, they can hear. Yeah. You spend more time praying. I can imagine. Yeah. Wow. Um <laughs> related something related to that, that why we rush our prayers. Um, there's a time we were with Ustada and she was talking about how uh, we were talking about Suratu Fatiha and she said how we normally just read Fatiha, haraka raka, and then you jump into the next surah. As in, we don't give Fatiha the time that it requires, and it's so powerful, yani, mashallah. It's very powerful. Mm-hmm. As in, you, and if you look at Suratul Fatiha, it, in it, it has that, it has that one line that contains the entire, it contains some, a prayer in it. It's a prayer within a prayer. It's a dua in itself, yeah. Yes, yes. And how we rush into it, and we don't even give it time. I think that's that's nice. The the fact that you actually took your your pace, kidogo and digestion. Yeah, because I was asking myself what am I rushing to? Yeah. I was watching one of the practice sessions of Formula One. Mm-hmm. And I told myself I've already muted because it's time to pray. So what yeah. am I rushing to? She, she and I took my finished. sweet time. Allah. May Allah guide us all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Okay. Next, I go to the next question. Yay! Oh, this is this is quite interesting. Um, so it says, "What do you want your life to be like in five years?" Me personally, I want to see myself out of Nairobi. I think I'm going to mention this the entire episode. I am tired. They say put it out there, put it out there. Yes, um, as in I don't want to see myself in Nairobi. I'd rather be somewhere just Dikilima, Skumazango, Managu, you know. For yeah. me, for me, I want to be healed. I oh, want wow. to feel free. Like within, now this is within. I want to feel free. I want to be healed. I want to feel at peace and some sort of happiness. I'm just tired of carrying whatever it is that I'm carrying. I want, I want it out of me. I, I, I just want to feel lighter. Yeah, that's where I hope to be in five years. And of course, with more money. <laughs> like money goes without saying. I think, I think so far we've gotten what is disturbing us, as in Broke money this. is... Money is the problem here. Poverty is the problem. <laughs> it is what you try not to have scarcity mentality. A scarcity mentality is telling yourself you're broke. Just say you, you don't have 
the financial capability now or this thing is too expensive it's just like it's you just say it's not in my budget it's supposed to say i can't afford this i'm too broke like just change how you the words you use towards money so it might locate you <laughs> going to be so, difficult but <laughs> you're poor then it means you're accepting a situation of poverty no we just don't have it right now but we're living in abundance of money <laughs> I listen oh. to this wellness thing that I just crack up. <laughs> um, five years from now, I would love to do something I'm passionate about. I hope I'll be doing something I'm passionate about. I pray that. I pray that I'll be doing more research on psychology and enjoying it. Five years from now, I want to be somewhere where I'm changing lives. I'm doing projects. I'm coming up with policies that are impacting people's lives. and um, and I'm enjoying what I'm doing every single day. I'm looking up to going to where I'm making money. <laughs> yeah. And I'm enjoying it. I'm passionate about it. And I'm feeling every moment like I'm present. I don't feel like a zombie or a robot or anything. I have to add something. Um, in five years, I would have, I would hope I would have graduated. <laughs> Inshallah. 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 Yes, you will. Well, oh, very yeah. Therapist, you guys are just catching me off guard. <laughs> if you could wake up tomorrow with three new skills in which you excelled, what would they be and why? Yes, the same. Any that one's got me off guard. Me yeah, too. Well, I'm trying to be the one calling out like this, that's that, because <laughs> of the number of skills you're learning each day. Hey, that's Ngomo. So, okay, one of the skills... Okay, just one. Oh, for me, well, let me see. If maybe I'll come up with more as I'm talking. But one of them would be to understand the podcasting space. I know I'm at a better place. I know it's something I'm now passionate about, the podcasting space in general, like from recording to editing to producing, all that. So I would want to understand it and help other people grow their podcasts without this trial and error we are doing. Like, just come up with some sort of guideline. This is what you need to do. This is where you can get affordable equipment. This is, you know, that's the whole... I want to understand it and then be able to help other people transition more smooth than maybe we will. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> and and uh, what else? I can't think of another one right now. Let's go. Let's do a round. Maybe it will come. Skill I would like to create skills. I think one I would love to learn how to garden, like farming. As I said, I want to be out of Nairobi, farming my own things. So yeah, one of them should be farming. Um, another thing is crochet. I think crochet is a skill. Yeah, yeah. And lastly, I would love to write. Uh, my autobiography or learn how to write it something like that does it make sense like i yeah, want to write my own story but i don't know where to start you know the grammar and everything that goes into it if i that's get what, that, skill, that one should stress you right now for now yeah just write just start writing even with spellings and stuff like that 
we have technology these days. Once you make a mistake, it's going to correct you if the sentence doesn't make sense. It's going yeah. to give you alternatives. So that that mm-hmm. the grammar and all is not an excuse to not start. <laughs> wow, interesting. So yeah. I think we are. I would love to do that. So, mm, I would love to learn how to meditate. Is it there this guru? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and everyone say lost. Yes, like yeah. I don't know if it's true, but I saw this video of someone meditating in the forest and they zoned out. It's like they were not in the forest; they were somewhere else, and just and they would meditate for hours. I think it's having control of your thoughts. You can let your thoughts wander. You can bring them back to one place. I think yes. it's possible, and I think the people actually feel different. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's something. Wow. Yes. Another skill I would love to learn is emotional intelligence. I didn't know it was a skill. <laughs> is it? Can you imagine? It is a skill. It is. Wow. Once you master it, subhanAllah, the sky is the limit. That was, that's what I would say. It is a skill. Talk wow. to realize that emotional intelligence is a skill. And then finally, I would love to, I actually know how to draw, but I would love to perfect it. This, the skill of painting and drawing. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Somu practices Hahina artistry on our hands, by the way. Oh, don't say on our hands. Correct yourself. Correct yourself. <laughs> well, well, what? What was the word? Well, respected woman in the society. Correct yourself. <laughs> I told Somu, I will not give out my hand because I'm a respectable woman in the society. Oh, so me, I'm not respectable. <laughs> She didn't. She hasn't recovered from it yet. <laughs> because me, I gave out my hand freely. <laughs> and she said, she, "No, no, no, no. I'm a very respectable woman. In this part, you can't do it. <laughs> in a drawings on my hand. No practice, just experts. <laughs> it be your own. Ask her. Ask her. <gasps> on Eid. Where she went? Where her? Oh my god. I know. Don't don't go even further. Just ask her where she took me. Where she took me to do my hina for you. Just ask. <laughs> Let me tell the you. Embarrassment. By the way, here, this one is not bashing people. We went somewhere to do our hina a day before it. Then we were in a queue. So we got jumped because we did not speak their, their language or we didn't look like, like them. I don't want to attack the community, but yeah, we were. I don't know what word to say it. Discriminated. We were discriminated. <laughs> yes. Ouch. We faced we faced tribalism. Upon a respectable it woman in Africa. What are two? That is okay. Allah is seeing them. But you know the yeah, funny part is that we always laugh instead of being mad, we were just laughing the whole time. We got played. You know, the woman didn't even have her hina done. We had to leave. And, and Selma is trying to say, no, 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 you have to get, get her hand done. It's like, it was no. a mess. That's not nice, guys. Let's not discriminate people. We are all equal, regardless of our color or how we dress. Peace. But, do you know these people who discriminate? Yeah. Like, I, I don't get an African discriminating another African. We're all black. You see, what sold us off 
is not how we dressed. Is um, we didn't speak their language, so it was easier for them to communicate with each other. And then we got skipped, as in we just so many times. No one, yeah, twice. So many times. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was very sad, but it's okay. We we went For there at eleven a.m. We went there at eleven a.m. and we left there at three p.m. And nothing, nothing was done. <laughs> you are patient. You guys are patient. Me. But we had if we had our done. hair done. But our hands were looking at each other. So you think we are pressed for time. Where would you like to travel? Oh, can I go first? Mm-hmm. Um, I have two places I would love to visit before I settle down in my farm somewhere. Um, is Estonia in Tallinn, and uh, until recently, uh, Oman. Yes, yes. Until recently, Oman, as in that Why Oman? city. That city just looks. I don't know, it's giving me Mombasa, Mombasa vibes. It's a stone. I don't know. I loved it. So my BFF from high school yeah. is Omani. Oh. And recently I have been, she's just been sharing with me the culture and how she she really is enjoying the culture. So she shares with me the food, the places, and she's like, it's just so rich in culture and beautiful. And exactly. she's like, I need to visit it one day. Oh, right. Yeah, those two places for me. So for me would be, I uh, I'd like to go for Umrah, so Maka and Medina. Yeah. That's one. And secondly, where I want to go to South Africa, I want to go to Cape Town because oh, I want exactly. to do the para. Is it paragliding or skydiving? One of the skydiving. I want to do skydiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I go. I go, one is for my soul, the other one is for my adrenaline. I realize I'm just an adrenaline junkie. I love to speed. I, and of course, to go watch Formula One. So this oh. is my plan. Let me put it out there. Uh-huh. Initially, I wanted to go in November for Abu Dhabi. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, no, focus. Next year, I go to Saudi. Uh-huh. I go for Umrah. Okay. I finish Makkah and Medina. And then I go to Jeddah for the Formula One race. Like, I just panga it, apple, zikwe, same wow. time. <laughs> same place. Nice. Yeah, same country. So I finished with Umrah just in time for the uh, Jeddah race. Wow, interesting. That's us do my plan. So now, the plan eco. Pesa Pesa itakuja. Let's be positive, guys. Yes. Okay, next. <laughs> wow. Last question? Um, Munira, oh, it's me. All these questions are. You know where I want to travel? Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, sorry. I just want to stay here. It's okay. This terrible economy. It's all right. Let's go. Sorry, so you want to travel? Oh my god! No, let's just stick here with the Rudos government. I don't want to. Aki <laughs> Pole. I want to go to Paris. Obviously, all of us want to go to Macau, but I want to go to Paris. Mm-hmm. After, I think I was obsessed with I used to love Paris, but I was more obsessed with it once I watched Emily in Paris. I was now obsessed. I got really, literally obsessed. I was like, this is a very beautiful city. I would really love to go here. And then uh, I would love to go to 
obviously. Maldives. Maldives and Bali. Oh, oh yeah, Bali. Oh, wow, this yes. Is, this, is, this picture, this is video that I keep seeing online. Like, with, like it looks like a nest. I don't know, and people swing on it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. That mind. When I think of Maldives, the only image that comes in my mind is this hotel that is in in the it's almost it's built on top of the ocean and it has like a snake-like path where people like walk on top that's the picture that comes in my mind when yeah. i think of the image i don't even think of the eiffel tower for the romantic ones i'm sorry to disappoint you but the <laughs> only thing about is what's the name croissant i hope i did croissant. I didn't... Croissant, croissant guys croissant. 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 We are Kenyans. We are not supposed to be forced to say croissant. It's croissant. It's croissant. 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 Also, okay. you cannot yeah. change. Nikama, okay. yesterday I saw this um, meme of, mm. of instead of saying, you we should say yamune as opposed to yamune. Don't put a kazi. Okay, that one. I would love to I would love to have my tea along the street. You see the way they, they have their chairs outside the restaurant and they're sitting in it's a busy oh, street. Yes, that. yes. Yeah, it's, I'd it's love just, to oh, do that in Italy. Because in Italy, I'm, yeah. I'm a pasta lover. I can eat pasta Monday to Monday. Mm. So I, I always pictured myself having my pa- pasta in Italian cheese. Yeah, Italy is a beautiful. Okay, the last question. Who was asking me? Yeah. Was it me? You oh, and then uh, someone will ask. You ask your last one, someone will ask her last one. Last question. How do you see your career? Or work changing in the future. Okay. For me, I'll be working for my for my soul, things that I'm passionate about. Uh huh. So oh, I'm seeing myself working remotely. Mm, oh, I'm me too. Being a, I'm seeing myself being more of a consultant than being tied to a company. Yeah, I'm seeing myself doing things I love, things I'm passionate about. Wow. More psychology, psychology all the way. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Same. I think mine and Salomo's are the same because I would also love to work remotely um, as a psychologist. Inshallah, inshallah, inshallah. Inshallah. Um, and also gardening and have a farm. I think I should I should put it out. Every chance I get, I'll put it out there. Yes. Start by not killing the herbs that you buy for your house. Start there. <laughs> Don't kill them. And then, as your money first. We'll see, but yeah. And then your son keep the pieces away from the flowers. Today he was at it again. He's helping me garden by cutting them with scissors. So he's a gardener. He's a gardener at heart. Munira, tell us what your son wants to be, because I found it hilarious. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, you know, I I don't know what we were talking about. Then I asked. I asked Amira, what would you like to be when you grow up? Because like a few months ago, 
I had she had said she wanted to be a doctor, but I became a policeman. So recently she's like, I want to be an Ustada. I was like, wow, mashallah. Then I asked Imran, Imran, what would you like to be? He said, I want a giraffe. A giraffe when he grows up. And that that story was closed just like that. We didn't want to force him. It's like, giraffe it is. Ustada his dreams are valid. So hilarious. Okay, Saumu, your last one. Uh, I think you answered it, but maybe you answered it partly. What adventures would you like to have before you die? Let me go fast before you guys forget about me again. <laughs> wow, we are the sorry. The shade here today is... Just... We are sorry. <laughs> so much shade. It is fun. Before I die, I will join you in skydiving. Oh, that is one of my adventures that I would really, really like to explore. And then another thing I would like to do is to dive from a cliff <gasps> into okay. the water. Yes, like I want that to be so high. And then I want, I want to dive into something I don't even know about. No, not the water. I would not and dive. Bungee jumping. Yes, I think everything there. I think I, I know there. where I want to do all these things. Like in I Dubai? have like locations. Skydiving is either Cape Town or Dubai. Bungee jumping, mm-hmm. I want to do it in the uh, Zambia, Zimbabwe. That waterfall, I forget its name. Yeah. So all these adrenaline things, like I know where I want to do this. So yeah, Samu, you're done with yours. Yes, I am. <laughs> Just in case you forgot. <laughs> before, before you complain again. <laughs> yeah, it's I am so done. Okay. Yeah, mine would be the skydiving. Yeah, that that's an adventure. Yeah. I'm trying to think and the others just feel like luxury, like going for Formula One. Or I want I've I've been telling Munira Hmm. a tour through Ethiopia. Oh, interesting. The the places I've been telling her, those remote places where you go feed hyenas and then there's this (laughs) Sort of, it's a very hot place, and you go camp in the open. Like, that's something I would want to do. <laughs> Munira, what's happening? She doesn't want. She doesn't want to facilitate it for me. Why? I ask her. Hey, I don't see only eating the house. <laughs> Munira, make me dream come true. <laughs> Stop picking her in places where she's closing the curtains. Oh, okay, sour. We will work on it, Lynn. But uh, the places you've mentioned are very fast to handle. Still, Ahar. I said, I said Harar. Harar. And then Afar, I think. Afar. Afar is really, it's really hot. Like, it gets to 150 degrees Celsius. Yeah. But don't you think it's just good to experience these things? Wow. Um, okay, let's start with camping. Let's go for camping. Yeah, camping Russia, too. You can go camping in Russia. Yeah, let's start. Even, even this bungee, bungee jumping and stuff like that, it it happens here in Diani, I think. Is it in Bungee Diani? jumping, we don't have it in Kenya. I'm not skydiving in Kenya. Sky, we don't I have, don't it have a dead We have it in Diani, oh. but someone died. You can die anywhere, but I don't think Kenyans have the attention to detail. Like other countries, so no, oh, I know wow. I'm chasing 
I'm chasing adrenaline, but adrenaline. I, I want to go die. You want to die? Okay. Become paralyzed. Hey, okay. Um, okay. I My... something in Naivasha, Um, okay. I can't, you know, I, I, my my adventurous things to do before I die, I think one would be to ride uh in a hot air balloon. Oh, <laughs> Samara, that's doable. yes. Yeah, I'd love to do so, that. Just have, just have some extra fifty thousand. That's okay. Well, I would also like to swim with dolphins somewhere in what Kilifi. Yeah, Kilifi. As in, what my not that far far and it's not adrenaline i hate heights where were you when i was doing this thing mostly the <laughs> dolphin one <laughs> dolphins i want to swim with them hot air balloon and then if it's going far kabisa is um going to watch uh a waltz waltz i don't know if i've said it well the dance um i don't know how to call it i like that music I know we are not allowed to listen to music, but it's like oh, an opera. Yes. Okay. I like the Anthony Hopkins waltz. Have I said it right? My my tongue is heavy. Yeah. Anthony yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, waltz. Yeah. yeah, I would like to his being played. That's it. So okay. now the challenge me could have to pass us, even though to me decide. Money is after all these questions. Yeah, after all these questions, the summary is just we need the money. money is the problem. We need the money. <laughs> That's yes. So now we work, we work towards getting that money. Inshallah. 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 That's the only thing that can answer all our questions. <laughs> okay. Contribute to what Munira has said. If you go to Masai Mara, you'll get the hot air balloon. Uh-huh. And then in the middle of the forest, and then you'll find this chef who's made like some nice break English breakfast. Oh. Yeah, breakfast in the wild. In the middle of the forest in the wild. Like, like can you imagine being in a hot air balloon and you're watching sunrise? The sunset. And the sunset. sunset. All of it. As in that is that is something to die for. Someone yeah. said you and you haven't gone to Masai Mara, you you can't say you're actually Kenyan. Because Masai Mara is like the cream of Kenya. Okay, okay, touch then let's do this. Let's mm-hmm. put a goal and a timeline and to we'll book us to Masai Mara. We have to and it's just here. Yeah, yeah. there's so many saw, of these travel agents that pick you from Nairobi. You go we go to Masai Mara for two, three nights. It's I all inclusive. You go for the game drives. Yeah. Like let's three days is doable. Yeah, yeah, two nights, three days. That's doable. Wow. Yep. Yeah, so we'll yeah. check that out. Okay, well, to wind up. Yeah, we we uh, we have wound up. It's <laughs> an amazing episode. I don't know why in my head I thought that we'd mm. answer so many questions. But this open-minded was telling Monira they're so introspective where you need to think. It's not just a one-word yeah. answer or a yes or no. You just You have to really think about it. I enjoyed. Me too. Me too. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.